I get buckets. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Wire Buckets. Today, you got Mason Ginsberg from the In the Know podcast, and you got Mo Dakil from a podcast we haven't quite figured out yet. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that could have been more of an awkward intro, but uh, you're going to have to deal with that. We're talking to you right after Game 5. I mean, it literally ended five minutes ago. I'm emotionally and mentally exhausted. I don't know about Mason. Uh, how, how you feeling, bud? You know, I'm just trying to, I'm just playing through my head all the different uh, ways in which this game relates to some of the uh, the media buckets that I was watching a little, a few days ago. And I, I think you can, I think you might be able to speak about that a little bit better than I can, but man, uh, they, they look pretty much like you guys when you were hooping out there the other day. See, like everybody keeps bringing this up whenever I get to talk to somebody, it just kind of keeps coming <laughs> up. Yes, I played in this basketball game. I did not play very well. Uh, I was exhausted. It was a slug match. I mean, to be honest, I mean, this was a, uh, we've overdone it on the boxing analogies of counterpunching and haymakers and all that. But, uh, I mean, this was the definition of that kind of fight. I mean, uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Alvin Zeidenfeld on Twitter had, had, had tweeted out like, this is a Rocky fight. Like this is that montage of like Rocky throws a punch and then Drago throws a punch. Um, this was a crazy, crazy game where let's, I mean, let's start with the biggest news, right? You know, Katie comes back, looks great to start the game and then starts the second quarter, which I was a bit surprised by. And then a couple minutes into it, you know, basically re-aggravates his calf. maybe, might have done worse uh we obviously don't have the news on that yet um but it's it's a possibility it could be an achilles i mean all of that's kind of tied together that was pretty traumatizing right there like kind of what was your thoughts of how kd looked at first and and all the way to it yeah i mean that's that's the uh, wild part to me is that like he looked healthy and that's and I, I think it's, and I'm guilty of this as well. I think all of us have just jumped to conclusions and we don't really know a lot. Like I always, the first thing I always do when I see something like this happen is I turn to uh, my buddy, uh, Jeff Stotts at in street clothes runs a great website on just basically uh, player team health and games lost and, and what different injuries mean. Uh, he really does a great job breaking it down for the common fan like myself. And um, I mean, I always go to see what he says and still like, still like we all just, it's human nature to jump to conclusions. What does it mean? What, whose fault is it? You know, we have to blame somebody. Right. And it, I mean, this could be, I, I mean, it could be the Warriors fault for it. He should probably shouldn't have played 12 out of the first 14 minutes after coming back after missing a bunch of games uh, with, with a calf injury, but also it could have just been a freak accident. I mean, especially if it's, I mean, it, there, it could be an injury that's directly related to that calf injury, but it also just could be something where he tweaked something the wrong way. And then I mean, as a Pelicans uh, blogger and guy, who, uh, someone who's followed that team for a long time, <laughs> there, there is <laughs> such a thing as freak accidents. So um, yeah, I mean, we'll have, to, we'll have to wait and see what, what, the, what news comes out about it, but it's, it's just oh, so devastating for him. Yeah. I mean, it was crushing. And I'm, I'm going to just say this real quickly. I'm really disappointed in the Toronto fans. The, First reaction was to immediately cheer, um, and 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 listen, we don't want that as a fan base. I was very happy to see the the Raptors players and 
and even the PA announcer kind of go like, yo, you, you guys need to cut that out. Um, and then it turned into to cheers for KD at the end. But, you know, that, that first couple seconds when they were kind of celebrating that, that, that felt dirty to me. Um, and, and disappointed in the fact that this has been one of the funnest fan bases this whole way through the playoffs with Jurassic Park, people sleeping since Friday to, to get into <laughs> Jurassic Park and to kind of have that reaction sort of uh, pissed me off. I don't know how you felt about that or, or what. I know some people were like, oh, it's a small contingent or not. I, I felt like it was a large one. I felt like if PA announcer has to say something, you, you, a lot of you are crossing the line. Yeah, I mean, that's always a bad look. And I don't know if it's – I don't know if it's the – I mean, you've got a fan base there that's – I think it's, it's, I don't think it's unfair to say that it's a, it's a hockey crowd. It's a hockey town. And maybe the, and I'm not saying anyone is ever rooting for any injuries, no matter what sport you play, but I feel like maybe the mentality is a little more cutthroat and, and uh, aggressive in hockey than it might be in basketball. Maybe that has something to do with it, but that that's probably an unfair assessment as it is. And it's just, I mean, hopefully it's just a, a group of fans that just got caught up in the moment and did the wrong thing. And, and I would, I'll, I'll bet you most of them would say, that we made a mistake and probably would apologize if, if offered, offered the opportunity to do so. Well, they're Canadians and Canadians are known for their apologies. So we'll, uh, <laughs> fair point. We'll, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I will let you give them the benefit of the doubt, Mason. I'm still a little angry, but I don't yeah. know any Canadians to really give them all the time <laughs> to. So I, I'm, I'm just going to have to let that one slide. We should have had uh, Justin on this pod. <laughs> oh, Justin, Justin, Justin. I hope you're listening. Uh, <laughs> um, man, but like, Let's also talk about, I mean, Clay and Steph were, I mean, yeah, Clay and Steph were both great tonight. You know, th- this was just a crazy game where it felt like every time the Warriors would go on a run, the, the Raptors just constantly responded and just kind of kept hanging around. And, and, you know, the Warriors, they definitely needed like extra help. Like that we, we said it, it's got to be more than just those guys. And to his credit, I mean, it looked like Cousins wasn't going to play at all. And then next thing you know, he has to jump in this game and play 20 minutes and was freaking phenomenal in the first half. I mean, he was huge in that second quarter to really kind of help sort of save them after the, the, the KD injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of the looking at the box score, a lot of it doesn't really jive with what I saw. I mean, right. <laughs> it's so and I mean, you, you mentioned Curry first, and I think it, it's it was he had such an impressive game and, and it's because by his standards, his shot wasn't falling. I mean, he shot, he made five of 14 from three. So that's about 36%. But like, but you look at, I mean, his numbers really, his numbers really do tell the story. I mean, 31 points on 23 shots. He was getting to the rim, uh, making other things work. Um, and, and not to mention the, uh, the rebound and assist numbers, 31, eight and seven is a heck of a game for him. Um, and, and then boogie too. I mean, you, you're exactly right. <laughs> I remember I, um, it's late in the first quarter. I think there's about two minutes left. I tweeted out asking about the uh, what the Cousins over under on minutes is because at this point Looney's in. So he he came. Boga, I don't think Boga had quite come in yet, but uh, I, I mean I was like, is the is it nine point five as the over under for minutes? And I think I'm taking the under there because it just didn't seem like he was going to get a shot. And then obviously the KD injury happens, and, the, and you need his offense when that happens. Full stop. And uh, he really came came through in the first half. Had some. Defensive issues, obviously, down the stretch, but uh, fortunately, the Warrior, for for his sake, the Warriors were able to pull it out. Yeah, and I mean, like God, and then Looney goes out, you know, with a reaggravates his his injury, which I'm not quite sure what it what, like a. I think the chest injury. Yeah, chest injury. Um, you know, and and like they just they just started running out of bodies. It was one of those things, like you you felt like the Raptors were coming, like this is going to happen at any moment. And the Raptors are going to go on this run, 
and 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 to their credit, I mean, here's the thing: the Raptors got to the line a ton, 27 free throw attempts. You know, they they killed the Warriors on the offensive boards with 13 offensive rebounds. I don't know how many second chance points are they had off of that. Uh, the the game book isn't up yet, but it was really just an amazing sort of performance. Oh. The game book's up. This is fantastic. I love it when it works out that way. It's funny. It's, it, it, it feels like they had more, but they only had 16 second-chance points. It felt like they had a lot more. But they killed the Warriors in the paint 54-32. to 32. I mean, they were just sort of all over the place. They just – I mean, they really struggled shooting that three ball, 8 for 32 for 25%. Mm-hmm. And, and really kind of – they took that lead when it looked like Kawhi was about to go into, like, Terminator mode. Um, and and ran off, I think, like, what, 10 straight points or something like that, and they take a six-point lead. And then the Warriors just go on their 9-0 run. Just, I, I don't know what – I mean, I got to give the Warriors credit. Like, that's a lot of heart right there. Yeah, I, and I really don't – I don't think anyone it, – it's, it's, it's wild because I don't think anyone saw that coming, which is <laughs> – to say that about the Warriors with or without Kevin Durant is crazy. I mean, right? I mean – this is a team you're just used to throwing haymaker after haymaker, even with Durant not in the lineup. I mean, when you've got the Splash Brothers and Clay, Clay and Steph, um, but I mean, they that 9-0 run, especially in Toronto, when Toronto maybe had to hit won't get one more bucket to really not put the game on ice, but really make it a very long putt for the for the Warriors coming back to win this thing, and uh, they they somehow pulled it off. And I mean, uh, I mean, there, there were just so many opportunities for the for the. Raptors just hit one shot. I mean, look at Kyle Lowry, especially. I feel like all eyes are were on him with that three pointer he missed uh, that could have maybe put the game away. But uh, just just really really tough luck for them. But I mean, I, I still think even down three two, heading back to Oracle, they're I think I, they're still relatively in the driver's seat here. I think. I just think again, you just look at it. They just don't have the, the Warriors. Just don't have the bodies. And to be honest, they. They tried to give this game away. A backcourt violation, <laughs> yeah. the, the the moving screen violation with Cousins, which was totally a foul yeah. that we rarely ever see called in the last 30 seconds of any close games. Not even a playoff game. Any close games. I was kind of stunned they called it. I was like, oh, wow. Um, that's kind of amazing. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and credit the Warriors for great defense on that last possession. It looked like they were just going with the uh, anyone not named Kawhi is shooting this ball. Um, they double teamed him. It went to Lowry in the corner. It almost would have been poetic justice if Lowry's the one that hits the game-winning three to to win the championship for Toronto for everything he's been through and that with that organization and with that fan base and everything. Um, but Draymond Green with a hell of a closeout to uh, to get out there and and really kind of affect him on that shot. I mean that thing hit the side of the backboard. Didn't even really have a chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean tough a tough play down the stretch there. I'm not sure. Um, you know, I, I, I would, I'm sure they would love to have another shot at that, but it uh, just looked, looked pretty discombobulated overall. But like you said, credit to the, uh, credit to the Warriors for causing that sort of chaos. And man, I mean, it's, and Draymond, man, I mean, like for, for some of the mental errors he had in that game, he still stepped up and made some plays. I mean, it seems like every time that the Warriors are uh, struggling offensively and just need a bucket. He'll come out of nowhere and make a silly three pointer, even though he's yeah. he's never been that good of a shooter. And so, I mean, two two for four from the three point line. He, I mean, he, they they leave him wide open because he's not a great shooter, and he, he he made him pay a couple of times tonight. So every obviously every bucket mattered in the game that was won by one point. 
Yeah, I mean, even I mean, Quinn Cook had a big three. Uh, Cousins, I mean, in the first half, knocked down a three. I mean, there was there was a pretty impressive night. You know, when you when you look at it for the Raptors, though, I mean, they they just need to kind of be a little bit tighter. I mean, that was a very winnable game. Um, you know, a couple of plays here and there, and 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 they win it. Here's a tweet, uh, actually, a note from uh, Kevin Durant on Instagram. See, this is a little breaking news action. Um, <laughs> Dub Nation going to be loud as F for game six. Uh, he spelled, he said the whole thing. I, I did not. Uh, nice of you. Um, yeah. You know, in case we have kids on here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hurting deep in the soul right now. I can't lie, but seeing my brothers get this win was like taking a shot of tequila. I got new life. Laugh. LOL. Hashtag dubs. Um, what? I mean, look, he's done. I, I, I can't imagine he's playing game six or seven. Yeah. Um, but I think it, we, we'd really be doing a disservice if we didn't talk a little bit of what the ramifications of this injury does to his free agency and really the whole free agency picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's something because, and I haven't, I mean, it's only something that just started to cross my mind. Obviously it has implications on the, the situation down in New Orleans with Anthony Davis, but um, I mean, obviously, we have to see what kind of injury it is first. And I mean, I think the only way it impacts free agency at all is if it's if it's a if we're talking ACL or Achilles. And obviously, I don't think it's ACL. So if it's, I mean, if it's if it's Achilles, and that's a whole different ball game, and and that's probably it for his for most of his season next year. But um, yeah, it feels feels really morbid to talk about this right now. But I mean, really, with with the draft and free agency so close, I mean, it's I mean, you got you got you got to feel for KD at the same time. He's got a $31.5 million player option for next year. So uh, he'll, he'll be good. Um, and I, I, as he's, I think he's still a guy that even if, that even if we have the worst case scenario, I feel, feel good about him being able to recover. I mean, I, you look at DeMarcus Cousins, his teammate, as a, as a, as a role model or motivator for, for an injury like that. Again, assuming worst case scenario here. And so, I mean, I know Boogie hasn't had the perfect comeback story, but I, I think still the fact that he's been able to show the athleticism he has shown in such short amount of time um, has to be uh, promising. And I think, um, you know, if, if we hear something like that is the case for KD, he, he's got a guy in his own squad who he can look to for advice, you know? Right. And, and I'm going to be the jerk here and just fear for the worst, um, you know, just kind of his reaction to it and everything. I, and, and, and even him saying I'm hurting deep in my soul just makes me think it's, it's, it's more than just a calf injury. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to just see that. I mean, you got to think he just kind of takes the uh, the player option and then figures it out next year because um, $31 million is a lot of money. Uh, although the Knicks would still pay him. Uh, I, 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 and I don't, blame, I don't think I would blame them. I wouldn't be mad at them if they were just like, no, we're going to give you the full – we'll give you the whole thing. Uh, and, and, and we're willing to risk it for, for the year. Um, I could see them doing that. I'm just, just putting that out there. Um, and, and again, I wouldn't be mad at them, but let's look at game six now just a little bit. What, I mean, I don't think they'll have Looney. I mean, obviously they, I don't think they'll have KD. uh, Cousins has so been hit or miss. Like, (laughs) what do you think going into this, this game six last game in Oracle, regardless results? Um, you know, what, what's your feel? I know it's early. It's only been at this point, like 30 minutes after the, the game has ended, what, how do you feel about it? Like, do you feel like this is the Raptors just, you know, can probably run, run away with this or is this going to be a, 
Warriors come in with a lot of juice. Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I, you could see Steph Curry's emotions flowing at the end of the game, and I think there's definitely something to that. But at the same time, I mean, it, I think everyone's been saying that the Warriors are just running out of bodies. I mean, you've got, I mean, Steph, Clay, and, and Draymond all played 41 plus minutes. Um, not that you know that that'll affect them in a, in a few days, given they got an extra travel day, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, after Steph and Clay, I mean, and then you've got hopefully, I mean, which boogie are you getting is the thing. Like even, even this game, I mean, there was a tale of boogie was either phenomenal or he was kind of a, a liability. And so, um, it, that there's a, I mean, there's a bunch of question marks here and I just, and, but at the same time, can the Raptors really win three games in Oracle and a playoff series? Like that's wild too. Right. <laughs> like this, let me just put it this way. This has been a weird ass series. Uh, like. I've had I've had no real feel for any, <laughs> anything. Anything I thought was going to happen has been the exact opposite, and I have no feel for Golden. You know, for this game six, you know, I can I can see the Raptors running away with it. I can see the Warriors uh, really kind of rallying behind. You know, the, the all the injuries. The last game at Oracle, like we got to go out with the bang kind of thing. And and you know, to Katie's credit, I think he's right. I think that place is going to be rocking. I don't. I'd be shocked if we had as many Canadians there in Oracle for game six that they've had for games three and four. Um, you know, so it's it's like, but it's just so weird. This is such a weird series. So many injuries. Even Iguodala, who has, who's had a bunch of injuries and has been battling, uh, you know, kind of nagging injuries and things like that. I just, gosh, like I have no feel for how this – this thing's going to play out. Um, and it's, and again, it's not like the Raptors don't have injury. Kyle Lowry is going to have to have surgery on his stomach at the end of the year. Uh, Leonard sort of just dragging his leg and he didn't really didn't have a great game. I mean, five turnovers is a ton for him. Um, and, and interesting enough, although the Warriors had more team turnovers, they've also scored, you know, they got more points off of the, the Raptors turnovers than the Raptors did off of the Warriors turnovers. It was 20 to 13, uh, in favor of the Warriors. But, uh, you know, three less uh, Raptors uh, turnovers. Like, I just don't – Mason, I'm screwed, man. I have no feel <laughs> for this one, dude. Like, I, I, I honestly don't know what to do other than just say, it, like, it. the Warriors showed an impressive amount of heart in this game. I mean, they easily could have folded after that Kawhi Leonard run. Yeah, yeah. And, then I mean, you, you talk about the turnovers and the thing and, – and just looking at the numbers, it's kind of surprising. Then you think about how many of those, how many of those uh, Raptors turnovers were dead ball turnovers and just like it, or, or sorry, how many of the Warriors turnovers were dead ball turnovers? I mean, you think about the, uh, the Draymond backcourt or the, I mean, yeah. there's just a bunch of them and then suddenly the numbers start to play out. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really, I mean, I think I saw the early line was, uh, was Warriors by three and a half. And I think I would take Toronto with, with the points on that spread just, just because I just, I, at what point did they run out of gas? I mean, Clay Thompson's been insane from three point range in the series. I mean, I don't know what he's, I don't know what his numbers are overall, but it seems like he just, he's making, he's made more than half of his threes. And I, I, I mean, seven for 13 tonight. I mean, yeah. like, you know, he was, he was locked in. I mean, he got hacked on one of them too, uh, that one of his misses. Um, so he really should have been seven for 12 and then gone to the free throw line for a few more uh, free throws. Uh, it, it is official. I just saw it on the Twitter timeline. Um, Bob Myers has announced it is an Achilles injury. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, so so is it a tear or is it just in, – All they're saying right now is an Achilles injury and they will they will do the MRI tomorrow. But, dude, my, my – I mean, I think it's a tear at that point. Like, 
you know, he's walking on crutches, couldn't put any weight on it, had to be carried off. Um, you know, uh, and, and, and they're saying guys are, uh, uh, in tears. Like, yeah, I mean, we saw, you said it, Steph was emotional. Bob Myers apparently was emotional while, while talking about it. So, uh, um, just brutal, brutal for KD. Um, that's just crappy news. You don't, you don't want to hear that. So, uh, I don't want to end on such depressing notes like that. You, so you're taking the Raptors for game six or you're taking the line. You were taking taking the the Raptors by three and a half. I don't, I I do lean towards taking Toronto in in the game as well. Um, but, uh, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I'm also, who, who, who starts game six for the Warriors? Is Boogie back in the starting lineup? Are they start? I mean, are they starting Andrew Bogut? Like, I don't, I, I, I don't know what they're. You know what? I think I'd start Bogut. I just, I don't. Cousins in the starting lineup hasn't been that good. Yeah. Um. You, you, you know, I think I kind of, I kind of like him coming in, in the second quarter, sort of like he, he has been doing. Um. I think I start Bogut, but again, now you just have, you know, you probably. My guess is you probably don't have Looney for game. Uh, game six probably not uh so you, you assume that uh i mean unless you want to get real crazy you start queen cook and just go small hmm. um but uh that's i mean you're already getting killed on the offensive glass like i can't imagine that that would instill a ton of confidence not going to be fun for steve kerr tonight man uh, so gonna so uh positive residual twitter account put out the uh this this crazy, I think it's pretty crazy stat. In the game they won by one, the Warriors lineup of uh, Iggy, Curry, Cousins, Thompson, and Draymond was minus thirteen. Well, which I mean, yeah. that's it, it, you could make. I mean, w- removing Kevin Durant from the equation because of his injury, you could argue those are their five most talented players. <laughs> and playing together, they were a dumpster fire tonight. And so, to your point, I agree with you. I think I think Boogie gets. Decent minutes. I just don't think she's. You, I think you. I, I'm with you. I think you got to start somebody else. Uh, I, I lean towards Bogut, like you said. Um, I'm not sure he plays many minutes, but uh, I think I think that might be their best move. Which is just, which is. If, I mean, if you had told a Warriors fan that in January, they would have probably wanted to hit you. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, for I mean, that's shocking. I, Warriors fans want to hit me from time to time, from what I tweet. Um, the. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, I just, I think you go with Bogut. I think the other thing too with Bogut is he kind of sets the tone a little bit uh, physically, you know, like he's going to nail you on screens, you know, and, 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 and he's going to put some pressure on it. So I kind of think maybe that's where I go with it. Uh, you know, he hasn't been bad. He's been good with the, him and Draymond still have that connection when Draymond rolls, you know, does the short roll action. Um, he kind of has, has that stuff. So I, I think the more I think about it, the more I'm getting more and more comfortable with starting Bogut but I don't think I'd play him like really crazy heavy minutes. Right. Um, but it's just, I mean, this is, this is the thing about the NBA playoffs more than anything else that people don't understand. At the end of the day, it's a battle of attrition. Yep. You, you know, and for the most part, the Raptors are more healthy than the Warriors. I mean, you know, they have guys who are playing her. The Raptors are, I mean, the Warriors are having guys that won't be able to even suit up. So uh, that being a huge, huge difference in, in, in this game. But you know what, Mason? I think we're going game seven. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't think the Warriors are going to lose three straight in Oracle. I think we're going to get a crazy, and it's going to be a crazy, crazy game. But I think we're going to get an unbelievable night from Steph Curry. That's what I'm guessing. 
I mean, if, if you're going to put your money on somebody, I feel like that's the right guy to, to, to hit your rides with. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't picture them. I can't picture them losing three straight in Oracle. It might happen, and 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 everybody can come at me for that. But I just, I just can't see it happen. It has to happen for me to actually believe it. So, if you could pick between let's let and and I'm gonna just have Raptors winning both these scenarios. But if you could pick between the Raptors squeaking out like a one possession win in Game Six versus losing game six, but then just steamrolling the Warriors at home in game seven, which, which outcome would, would you enjoy more? Ooh, damn. That was a good question, Mason. I hate you. <laughs> um, hmm. Cause I think those are both realistic outcomes. Yeah. I think, I think that's, a, that's something that happens. You know what? I, I, I don't want them to, I, 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 let's do the game seven scenario. I'd like to see the Warriors close out Oracle one last time with a win. Too much history. I've been there when the place was when they were terrible, and the place was rocking. I was there, you know, in my the, during the early part of this run when I was with the Clippers, um, and and we had knocked them out. But that place was going completely nuts during that playoff series. So I I just kind of think at the end of the day, I think the the true Warriors fans kind of deserve to to send out Oracle one last time, you know, in a way in, in a win. We can't have it being a being ended with uh, O Canada being serenaded at the end of the night. Uh, so I, I, I think I'm fine with that game six and then let, let game seven be uh, uh, and the Raptors might sort of steamroll in that run. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's a, a very pro- possible outcome just because, I mean, I, I feel like this Warriors team is just going to be worn down. I mean, and like, I mean, no, if if you'd even told people that Iggy would be playing 30 minutes a night in the playoffs, I, or, or sorry, in the NBA finals, like I, I just don't, all of this seems like so improbable. And it's just, I mean, it's, it's rough that eventually, I mean, any, I feel like any dynasty is going to come to an end at some point, but uh, it's, it's too bad that, I mean, again, they could, they could somehow run off these next two games and, and win the title still. So I, I feel bad feel writing them off like this, but you know, I guess, I guess we'll see. Hopefully uh, it's a fun one or two more games. Yeah, that's that's what I think. Um, let's let's do a couple. Actually, before we take off, because a couple of things have happened in your town, and it would be uh, stupid of me to not bring it up. And the people, our fans at Blue Wire, would be upset. Man, sounds like uh, David Griffin wants a whole lot for uh, one Mr. Anthony Davis. <laughs> it's, all, it's almost like he's one of the best players in the league. I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, so, for for those that haven't heard. You know, Griff has basically said, like, I think this is going to have to be a – he's telling other teams. It's not been announced publicly. But sort of saying, like, you know, this might have to be a multi-team trade because we want a lot. It sounds like he wants a proven all-star, a future all-star, and draft picks. Um, and I think his – the way he's kind of going about it is, is, is the way you should. You should ask for the entire bank. It would be interesting how all this kind of gets pulled together well maybe one team makes a bunch of trades to, to get all those assets and then make the trade with the Pelicans or, or uh, it does become a multi-team trade. The one thing I do know, Mason, is the more teams you add into this, the more difficult it gets and, and, and can kind of get uh, really kind of get convoluted and, and, and you sort of, you, you almost lose the trade at some point. What are your thoughts, man? You're right there, man. You're, you're, you're in it. What are your thoughts? <laughs> um, 
I mean, I, at this point, I just want to trust Griffin. I mean, like that every, everything that starting from the very top with, uh, with Gail Benson, who's been running the team for the past year plus after her, her late husband passed away, she's done all the right things. And I feel like Griffin's done all, done all the right, made all the right hires so far. Um, and I'm just, I'm at this point, I just want to keep giving benefit of the doubt until I have a reason not to give it. And, um, I mean, with the AD negotiations, like you're, I mean, you're right. He's saying the right things, but it's all, it's all, it's all just posturing. I mean, and, and like, I, I'm, I'm skeptical at this point, no matter what I hear. I mean, we, we know, we know who represents who in terms of the news breaking game. We know that Woj is, is on, is, is in Griffin's got Woj's ear and then Shams is talking with clutch. And so like, that's, that's pretty obvious at this point. And so they're just <laughs> battling each other in the media and this has gotten incredibly public, which, um, I think, I mean, despite the, how public most things in the league are these days, I feel like this has been even more public than it, than it had to be. Um, but I mean, well, I, I think we're, we'll hopefully come to a resolution here in the next week or so. And, um, I, we're, I think we're all ready for it. Yeah. I think, um, I would like to see where that goes. And I think it's going to help any team that trades for AD, assuming they still have cap space. Uh, you know, kind of helped them in their free agent pitches and things like that. So, you know, uh, it, it sounds like both LA teams and both New York teams are, are making their calls uh, into Griffin. It doesn't seem like Boston has yet. Uh, that could change in the next few minutes for all we know. Um, but uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting one. I think this happens before the, the, uh, the draft, though. I think Griff kind of wants to, if he's going to have multiple picks, he wants to know who he's looking at. Um, and and there's that. Is there anything else you think we need to touch on? No, I mean, and not. I mean, now that we have the more, not to end on something sour, but I mean that the KD injury news really plays into the whole AD conversation too, right? I mean, what? I mean, I don't know. I can't pretend to know what Kyrie's thinking. I don't know if anyone knows what Kyrie's thinking. But if he was even considering going to team up with KD, and now KD's got this major injury, like what what happens? And I think this. I mean, like you mentioned how difficult a more than two team trade might be. Well, now we have like an additional wrinkle to throw into everything. And it's just, it's going to be a whirlwind over the next few days. Not just, I mean, between the, the finals continuing for another game or two and then all the, the Anthony Davis trade circus and man, um, hang on to your hats. It's going to be a wild few days. Oh, shoot, dude. Even after the finals are over, like this thing is <laughs> going to be nuts all the way until like mid-July. Ever stops. If- I mean, this thing's going to be, this 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 is. I mean, you're right. This adds a whole other wrinkle that I haven't even really begun to thought about, think about. I don't. I'm so tired. I'm actually not even speaking English anymore. <laughs> um, but I haven't even really begun to think about like there there. there this is going to have so many different effects on uh, you know where these guys go uh, and 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 what happens, man. This is. Hold on. We got one more wrinkle. Uh, Slater just tweeted that Looney thinks he's going to play in game six. Jeez. <laughs> what a machine. Listen, these guys, <laughs> let, let, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to do a rant. We, we talked about hockey for a second and, yep. and, and you can decide if we want to end it here or whatnot. Um, but uh, you know, Jeremy Roenick tweeted out uh, and y- oh, you know, hockey so legend good. or whatever. He basically tweeted out, um, took a shot at the NBA guys because uh, uh, Charo, the, the Boston Bruins captain or whatever, uh, took a puck to the face and broke his jaw and is still playing, which is, by the way, 
very freaking impressive. I get it. I also wonder why aren't you wearing a face guard to begin with, <laughs> but that's a whole other issue. When things are getting shot at your face, I think that'd be something you'd want to wear. Um, but Ronick did that and then tweeted like, NBA should take note. I want to point out, Kyle Lowry's playing with a thumb that requires surgery at the end of the year. At times, it looks like Kawhi Leonard is carrying a dead leg. Uh, uh, Katie has rushed back to an injury to the point that he got on the court when he probably shouldn't have and has now torn his Achilles and cost himself a crap ton of money. Uh, Clay Thompson is playing on a, on a hamstring. And now Looney, who, by the way, in every game he's played since that injury, has looked like he's in a lot of pain. Like, it's a matter of just, like, fighting through this pain. So, um, with all due respect to uh, Jeremy Roenick, um, he can go fuck himself, all right? These, these guys are playing their asses off and are tough as hell. And, and all of these dudes are giving it everything they got to win a championship. I don't want to hear anybody tell me these guys aren't tough because they're doing everything they possibly can to, to, to win. And, and I got nothing but respect for both teams in that regard. Preach, man. I think I think we end it there. Um, hope you and hope you enjoyed this episode. I think uh, I, I think that was a perfect way for for us to end with uh, with that mini rant from from Mo. And I echo his sentiments 100. But uh, we will. Well, some some uh, podcast hosts will catch you guys after game six. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one.